0: What's up you guys, it's Dog Talk with Holden. Hit that subscribe button so you can stay up to date on the latest episodes surrounding the Georgia Bulldogs. Thanks for listening. What's up everybody, welcome to another edition of Dog Talk with Holden. Just wanna jump in a little bit here and give you some updated information. Obviously last week the biggest news that broke was that Jamie Newman uh, decided to opt out of the 2020 season with the dogs. A little bit of good news does come for Georgia as an Alabama wide receiver prospect. Jackson Meeks has committed to the Dogs. I think he's a three-star wide receiver. So that's good news today. Um, Georgia quarterback competition does continue. It is not a con- controversy. Uh, both JT, JT Daniels and Dewan Mathis uh, did some work with the Ones. And kind of some good news that I was listening to earlier, it sounds like the team is starting to kind of buy into uh, some of the Todd Munkin offense because from what I heard, the one's offense for the first time actually beat the number one's defense uh, in Saturday's scrimmage. Now, I don't know exactly in which, you know. I don't know exactly in which capacity that was. I know we did a lot of different things this time. I know we were working on a lot of third down plays uh, or consecutive 10, or excuse me, second and 10, moving to third and five or third and 10 consecutive plays, working on that. So they did that a good bit, worked on a, lo- a lot of goal line situations. Um, but but good thing, or kind of good news at least, that it seems like offense is starting to buy into the and program early on, obviously with with jamie leaving um and a a note from kirby smart on that is uh, he said that it is and this again is all based on learning of jamie newman's plans Uh, he said it's really irrelevant and not important at this point in time we're moving forward with respect to jamie because he respects him i mean he knows that he's done a tremendous job and respect any kid that chooses to opt out Came and let him know on Tuesday. It was a non-practice day for him. And it was actually the day they went over to Hunter Holmes Academic Center. So he let him know. And I think he announced on Wednesday. And that's where you move forward. Both JT Daniels and DeWan Mathis take some work with the ones. And Carson Beck went with the twos a lot. So that's good to kind of get him up to, up to speed. Um, and as well as JT and Dewan also went with the twos. Uh, Stetson actually, he went with the threes for the most part. So I, I did hear that Kirby was saying he's really looking for that kind of standout leading position where you've actually got a guy who's stepping up into that leadership position or, uh, and, and actually taking that role on, uh, whether it's going to be JT, Dwan, Stetson, Carson, doesn't matter. I think he's kind of looking for somebody to jump into that role and really take charge. So I hope to kind of see what we get coming out of that. I do know that the defensive side of things has always been an up and up. And I, I know a big guy in the defensive talk is actually Trayvon Walker um, there, I believe, on the D-line. He has created a lot of talk around him. So great player coming in, I believe, is true freshman. Tyson Campbell starting to show some, show some strength there on the defense. And, uh, you know, again, just trying to keep some some guys up to date uh, another, I believe, is Jalen Carter. I think he's a he's a freshman as well, coming through uh, as a five-star defensive lineman. Um, some news outside of that 2021 uh, twenty twenty-one five-star QB commit, Brock Vandergriff. He kicked off his uh, senior season, I believe, with a huge. I want to say it was a 5 to Oh, excuse me, a six-touchdown debut in his senior season. So huge game for him in the, uh, in the trail. And then unfortunate news does come out of New York where the Giants have released uh, former All-American DeAndre Baker. I think he was involved in a, what was it? Was it a burglary, robbery? I think maybe a burglary. So he was he was involved with that. I don't know if charges uh, are against him, if things are pending. I'm not exactly deep into it. I saw where it had happened either early this year or late last year, and I was, I was fairly disappointed in that, especially to know that the kid could have stuck around for another year, I believe. Um, he may have been a senior. I, I can't remember 100%. But regardless, that you got a guy that comes out of Georgia and then just turns around and does something stupid and you know is making a name and making money for himself in the NFL and then just throws it all down the drain. Kind of unfortunate news there. Um, Kirk Herbstreit—he's flipping his pick against Georgia with J.T. Daniels projected at quarterback, so don't think he's really leaning that direction for the Dogs. They are looking for James Cook to make a big position uh, there at the running back spot. So we'll look and kind of see what comes out of that. Um, hopefully, everything can come, you know, as well as well as you'd expect at least. There in the wide receiver, or excuse me, in the running back position, I'm hoping Zamir White is going to make a big difference there as well for the Dogs. We'll kind of see how things shake out as it goes along. and will take a quick break. Welcome back, you guys. Another little bit of news here outside of our Dogs. Kind of comes up only actually had some ball games this past Saturday uh, as well as Thursday. Let me take a, t- a little peek back at the Thursday games um, from last week. You had South Alabama and Southern Miss Central Arkansas UAB and Eastern Kentucky Marshall. Um, excuse me, the Eastern Kentucky Marshall was Saturday, uh, but the Thursday game Central Arkansas falls to UAB 45 35. Yep, and then Southern, South Alabama actually defeats Southern Miss 32-21. Go into the Saturday matchups, a couple of them that I was looking forward to, um, one of which was the SMU-Texas State game, pretty close there. The other one that I was really looking forward to watching was that Memphis-Arkansas, and a lot of that's because of, I just remember watching the SMU-Memphis game last year that was so electric. Another one of the ones that I was hoping was going to be interesting was the BYU-Navy game Monday uh, unfortunately, that one at the end of it did not end up being quite as interesting. I think that one ended like 55-3, maybe. Uh, I didn't really pull the number up right here, but going through a couple of these other games from this past Saturday, uh, Eastern Kentucky does fall largely to Marshall, 59-0. And my player of that game is Grant Wells, who goes 16-23, for uh, 307 yards, four touchdowns. Middle Tennessee falls to Army, 42-0. SMU does pull out the win over Texas State, 31-24. Uh, Houston Baptist falls to North Texas, 57-31. Uh, Memphis does get the win, 37-24 over Arkansas State. Bart- Brady White goes 26-36, 275 yards, four touchdowns. Does throw one pick. Didn't matter in the end. UTEP defeats S- uh, yeah SF Austin, 24-14, beating them by 10. So a couple of your roundup games there uh, in the college ranks from this past weekend. Now, looking forward the ACC, I do believe, will kick off uh, this upcoming weekend. Georgia, today being the 8th, we've got a little under three weeks left. I know three weeks from this past Saturday would be your start to season. We're not far away. Hang on, guys. Um, I am going to go back in. Looking at my sheet here, I've got the dogs pick 9 on one don't know if that number for me is going to change a lot. I do know that when Jamie Newman dropped, I considered it heavily whether we would beat Florida. And that is just because I kind of relied heavily on Jamie Newman being at the, you know, the helm of the of the offense, running that offense, having the keys to 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 do what he and Todd Munkin can do in the offense and him having the ability to not only you know have explosive plays with his arm, but maybe with his legs as well. Uh, but I'm gonna hold off on that, and and a couple of reasons. One because uh, Florida has also lost some guys to opt out, not nearly as many at Georgia. But I take the Jamar Chase situation at LSU. Um, I actually had LSU falling to, or defeating Alabama earlier in the season, or excuse me, at the end of the season, preseason. I had them defeating them. After Jamar Chase drops out and a, and a couple other guys, I now don't think that LSU is going to beat Alabama, even though it's at home. Wish that would still be the way. I'd love to see Alabama fall, but I don't think it's going to be the LSU. Maybe they fall to somebody, but when I give LSU the loss there, it does put Alabama undefeated in my ranks. We'll see. I'm going to wait until really the week of, so my Tuesday episode that will come out the week of season, so in just a couple of weeks, Uh, I think I'm going to reevaluate a few teams. Most everything I want to keep pretty much the same, but I may reevaluate a few um, because we got a lot of time. You know, I I, I didn't think three weeks, you know, a little over three weeks, four weeks before the season that a guy as large as Jamie Newman, Jamar Chase, a couple of these names would drop and opt out. Uh, Respect to them. You know, you can do whatever you want. Um, Obviously, it's it's an allowed thing this season. It's definitely just a different year. I mean, that's all there is to it. But after those couple of guys dropped there, it it did make me think, huh, maybe I need to reevaluate some things. And, again, I I thought heavily on the Florida game. Uh, The Auburn game is a big one in week two. Makes me a little nervous. Um, Still think that Georgia can hold on to that as long as we can hold on to basically everything we have, and mainly because it's at home. And I do think that our defense is going to be as strong as it was last year. And I think if, if, if the offense can do kind of what it sounds like they've done this past Saturday's scrimmage, you know, kind of get in the groove of things and, and get into it. I think if the defense can hold uh, Auburn's offense off like we did last year, even though we didn't really hold them off in the second half, fourth quarter, uh, if we can hold them off, you know, for most of this game, I think our offense can get enough on the board to get the win there at Auburn still feel the same about the Alabama game of week four just don't think we're gonna have the fire firepower that early uh, now who knows we may come out in the first three weeks and just light up a scoreboard and if that's the case you know I may I may feel a little bit differently we'll see obviously my preseason picks on games are one thing but my weekly picks will be the closest interpretation to what I feel like the dogs are gonna do um, so even though I have, You know, Georgia beating Auburn in week two, for example. Let's just say we go and struggle in Fayetteville against Arkansas. You know, my pick may actually be different week-wise as opposed to the entire season's picks uh, because things change week to week. Um, Obviously, in this corona situation, it makes a huge difference in things. But anyways, kind of back on topic with some of these games that just passed. We did have a top 25 team in uh, Memphis get a win. I'm going to go over a couple of games that you're going to have coming up this weekend. Don't think there's any Thursday games this week. I did see where. Let me take a peek back real real quick. We did have a game that was scheduled that has been canceled. And it was right here. And now it's not. I mean, why, why would it not be there? Because that just... Makes complete and total sense. Anyways, we do have some games coming up this Saturday that I'm going to go over with you in just a second, but I did want to bring you this information. Uh, there it is, just so you have it in case. And that is, and this actually broke last night, I believe, when I was watching the uh, BYU game. Excuse me, yeah, it was a BYU game. It wasn't a Navy game, unfortunately for Navy. Uh, Tulsa at number 15, Oklahoma State, has been postponed in week one, which would be September 19th. Game originally was scheduled to play Saturday. Oh, excuse me. So the game was week one, which was scheduled this Saturday, has been postponed to uh, September 19th, which is technically going to be week three. Uh, the, The SEC slate is scheduled to start September 26th, which is I think technically like week four in what would be the season already kicking off if you consider this past weekend to be week one. Um, so what's going to be week two? Yeah, that's the way it'll shake out is week four. So what's going to be your week two games coming up in the top 25, at least as you have UCF hosting Florida International? Uh, excuse me, that game it looks like has been postponed as well. Uh, kind of into some of the ACC games because these are the most guys that are ranked. you got North Carolina playing host to Syracuse Saturday. at. They're going to play at lunchtime on ACC Network. Uh, you got Iowa State playing host to Louisiana, which is going to be the Raging Cajuns, I believe, out of the Sun Belt uh, or the AAC. That one's going to be on ESPN at noon. Notre Dame at home against Duke at 2.30 on NBC. Oklahoma against Missouri State at home, 7 o'clock. Don't have a TV schedule. I think that one, if I remember correctly, not 100% on this, but if I remember correctly, I believe that game is actually going to be played on pay-per-view or some sort of pay-per-view maybe um for like 55 dollars, maybe to be able to watch it and i got to thinking about this if they played this in front of no crowd and i can't remember if they said that they are or not but if they played that in front of nobody in a stadium and just say their stadium holds a hundred thousand and they can get a hundred thousand people to buy into that 55 dollars pay-per-view or whatever they put it on well might actually make a little bit of money off that and the only reason I say that that's what it feels like is going to happen again is because I'm, I'm not seeing a TV scheduling right here with it. Uh, moving forward in the ACC, you got Clemson uh, heading to Wake Forest at 730. That'll be your primetime game on ABC. Uh, and rounding out the evening is going to be Texas playing host to UTEP. UTEP is actually 1-0 on the season. They are the only team that's playing and that is playing against a top 25 team at least in uh, That has already played. That one's going to be on Longhorn Network at 8 o'clock, which is Texas' main network. Let me just take a look here and see if I can see any of the other games for Saturday. All right, here we go. We do have a Thursday game. These are kind of outside of the realm of the top 25 here. UAB is going to go to Miami uh, on Thursday. That'll be at 8 o'clock on the ACC Network. That one actually might be a pretty good one. I don't. No, if you UAB. Anyway, that that doesn't matter. I can get to kind of some picks a little closer to it. Uh, a couple of these other games looking at have been postponed. Here we go. You got App State's going to play host to Charlotte on Saturday on ESPN 2 at lunchtime. That to be a pretty good one. App State's been pretty good the past couple of years. Surprised in the revamping of the AP poll, App State didn't find themselves in the top 25. Uh, following that up also at lunchtime on Fox Sports 1, you got Eastern Kentucky taking on West Virginia. Uh, UL Monroe is going to play the 1-0 Army on CBS uh, Network, I believe, Sports Network at 1.30 Saturday. Moving on down, you got Georgia Tech and Florida State, also an ACC matchup at 3.30 on ABC. Uh, University of Texas San Antonio will take on Texas State on ESPN2 at 3.30 Saturday. Campbell will take on Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern getting it kicked off, 3.30 on ESPN. You. Should be a good one there for Southern. Arkansas State will travel to Kansas State uh, Saturday at 3.30. They'll be playing on Fox Sports 1. Arkansas State 0-1 after falling to Austin P. Speaking of Austin P, they head to Pitt uh, to play on the ACC Network at 4 o'clock Saturday. The Citadel will travel to USF, University of South Florida, on ESPN Plus at 7 o'clock. Tulane heads to South Alabama on ESPN 2 at 7.30. Western Kentucky has to Louisville on the ACC network, eight o'clock, Saturday night. Houston Baptist in Texas, fa- Texas Tech, excuse me, face off at eight o'clock on the Big 12 network, also on ESPN Plus. Uh, Coastal Carolina will take on Kansas at 10 o'clock on Fox Sports One, and that looks like it'll route it out because the Friday SMU TCU game has been postponed as well. So that looks like most of your games that you've got coming up at the end of this week. So, you know, not a, not a ton of information uh, that I'm reading. Uh, yeah, I mean, outside of Georgia, it is, like I said earlier, the ones, you yeah, know, we're, we're in scrimmage. Um, I don't have a ton of stuff to bring you. I mean, I could talk a lot of recruiting, and I could go through every, every single thing that's been said, uh, that Kirby has said. Once the season starts, it's going to get a lot more fun. I'll be able to bring you a lot more content. and to make it a lot easier also to be able to keep up with uh, – some of the recruiting stuff because when you have these scrimmages going on Saturday, I can bring you a little bit of information from, but first of all, Kirby's not going to give everything else, uh, everything there is out. You know, he's not going to tell you all there is. And most of the time he's kept his mouth pretty well shut as far as the uh, defensive side of the ball goes. Rightfully so. I get it. But once season starts, you get to see what's happening. You're going to, you're going to see it on the field and that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to go in and break it down, see what we think. And, uh, that's you know that's kind of all there's to it, and once once you get through those games, it's going to be previewing the following game, or excuse me, reviewing the the latest game and previewing the upcoming game. Um, and in between that, we'll be able to talk a little bit about the recruiting that's going on along the way. Again, because most everything that is out there is going to be out there. Now, there's going to be a little bit of you know news and things like that that'll break. We'll kind of keep an eye on uh, to be able to talk about in case stuff starts to rise with. Coronavirus, in case stuff you know, people start deciding to opt out in the middle of the season. Um, I mean, a lot of stuff happens. If another team that you know, say Auburn, has to postpone the the second week's game and maybe put that to the bye week in the middle of the season, if the bye weeks line up for the Dogs and for Auburn, and they do not, um, so I mean, you know, there's maybe maybe that's the reason they left the end of the season open. So. Everybody has a bye week, so if anything has to get postponed, it can get put to the end of the season unless your bye weeks line up. Not exactly sure how all that stuff lines up, but either way, um, we will keep you up to date on any kind of information like that. And The latest news that I have heard uh, was that Auburn has been struggling with some high numbers there. Um, the latest I saw was 26. It may have, I may have reported that last week, so that could be a later number. I know Tennessee had a lot of struggles. They had to cancel their scrimmage this past week, and I know couple of the teams, I think, in Ole Miss and Tennessee were saying, I think Pruitt was saying that right now, if they had to get on the field, they couldn't do it. Um, and there was a lot of eye openings in the BYU-Navy game from Monday night um, that, you know, the the Navy he, the Navy coach, he put it on his shoulders, and he said, listen, we were not prepared. I don't think that they had even tackled each other uh, before starting the season on Monday, and a lot of that showed a lot of it showed, so I think a lot of coaches are looking and going, okay, we've got a lot of work to do. Luckily for the SEC, you still got a few weeks, or excuse me, a little less than a few weeks um, before your season starts, so you can make some adjustments, make some connections, and uh, get things together. ACC, unfortunately, you only have a few days left before the season starts, so you kind of got to be cranking on all cylinders uh, really by, let's see, today's Tuesday's episode, so really Wednesday, Thursday, as the latest you've got. And if you're having to travel anywhere, um, tomorrow being Wednesday is really your last opportunity to get a lot of information out there um, as far as to your players and get the playbooks in their head, both offensively, defensively, get your scheme together, get your guys together, pick you guys who's going to be at the top and who's going to be in the backup position. So time is of, uh, you know, of the essence now, everything's, you know, it is crunch time. That's all there is to it. Um, But Hey, Really, if things were how they were, we'd have already been a week or two into the season. So, you know, you kind of had to be prepared while not really having the time to prepare. Um, Leeds time not being on your side. So, But anyway, that's kind of all the information that I got to give to you this evening. Um, Once, like I I think I said it before, uh, the way I work things is I have another show that I do, SEC Talk. Um, and we shoot on Sunday evenings for a Monday episode, and usually we hit it Thursday evening for a Thursday episode. And that gives us the ability to preview games and review games. The way this works is I have a t- this, this one we do on Tuesdays, and uh, it's me by myself. And once the season starts, we'll, we'll kind of see how things look. Um, it may work out where I keep things on a Tuesday, because uh, I can still review stuff, or you may see me come on like Saturday night and do a review of the dog game on Saturday, and Tuesday is kind of a preview to what's, you know, kind of what's to come. So, but anyways, I appreciate appreciate you guys listening, and look forward to talking to you next time.